Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday, episode 639. Today's part two with Coach Blaine. Um, before we jump into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to Dr. Dish, um, the number one shooting machine on the market. If no, if for no other reason, it's easy to put away and, and uh, set up. <laughs> um, and, and they're great machines and they're very durable. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. Resources, handouts, practice planning, obviously stuff. Um, building a program, you know, you you know how to pick an offense, how to pick a defense. The courses are limitless in there; they're not. But um, and if you love this podcast, you want to support us, come over and join. Um, we're one of the few ones that have monthly. Uh, come over and join us. Um, we would really appreciate it. it. Allows allows us to keep the lights on here at the podcast. All right, let's head off to the show. Bye. Okay, and and then we just deal with it. And usually a couple guys have to take one, but, and then Friday's route at two two thirty, So we're usually, okay. Okay. So yeah, I've got a spreadsheet in my office with their, with their practice times and, or with their class times. Cause the other thing we do that we get as NAI, we get more time. Um, we get 26 weeks of practice. Or is it 20, 24 weeks of practice. Whoops. I better get that right. right. Uh, from the start of school to the end. So we'll do, so like when we're practicing in end of September and October, we'll have them come in in small groups as well. And we'll do 45 minutes twice a week of skill. Work. And then in April, all through April, we're doing skill work with them because we can't, we've got the time to do it. Well, that's that, really nice. That it's, and then in the summer, we have no rules. We can, we can practice every day of the summer if we wanted to. Um, we don't, but <laughs> we don't. Right. Uh, but like local guys like Keith and Jared. Or and what are you doing with them right now? They're not on campus. Obviously. No, if, if we were on campus now, we would be, right at the end of our small group workouts okay. and open gyms. Okay. Um, which is the other thing at open gym, we don't have to go out on a weekend, right. stand there and watch them and say, Hey Keith, why don't you work on the thing we worked on this afternoon? So we get to talk to them. I, li- I really, that's what I really like about the NAI is we get, 
time with them. We get to. Do you think the NI, 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 you think it's safe? And I, and I, I can't, I don't know. It's a great question. I think we're probably, if, if this whole thing comes to an end, you know, in 12 months, I mean, where we can get back to normal and, and do stuff, I think we'll be fine if it gets too much longer. I don't know. It's because they don't have the finances probably that the NCAA does. Now, fortunately our school, we are, we're good. You know, our, our endowment is good. We don't have a lot of debts. In fact, we have very little debt. So we're in a good enough shape to, now Athletics drives enrollment like any small school. Right. We're in good enough shape to survive. And how many kids do you keep on your roster? We keep about – if we have, if we offer you money to come play basketball, you're going to get to play basketball. We, we keep it between 22 and 25. But we also play reserve. Oh, you do? So, okay. Yeah. So we'll play 12 or 15 reserve games for those. Like our, um, our, uh, our uh, sixth man this past season played – well, actually, Dylan played – uh, some reserve games as a freshman. Okay. Our sixth man and our seventh man were both reserve game guys as freshmen and then as sophomores. It's a, it's a, it's a strength in, in yeah. body thing. It's a, yeah. It, it, I think the difference between an 18 and a 20 year old is bigger than oh, a difference man. between a 14 and an 18 year old. I think that differentiation is bigger. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't, cause I got a 15 year old sitting in here. That's six foot four and right. um, looks like a junior in high school. Right. Yeah. You can, there's something, yeah, it's crazy what happened. Okay. Let's, let's jump into the, let's sure. jump into this. So um, we talk about, I shouldn't say not to our players, but we talk about there's teaching drills, there's emphasis drills and there's energizing. Okay. So like if you look at our four o'clock, it says bent elbow passing, pressure passing. It's two quick passing drills that are teaching drill. And for us, the teaching in those drills, like in bent elbow passing, um, they're, uh, there, it's just there's a guy got a line at the elbows and a, and a line at the ba- at the baseline out of bounds, and they're playing catch. Right. Um, so if I throw it top, uh, bottom to top, I just go straight up. If I throw it top to bottom, I X and cross into the other side of the court. Do you and always think, start with teaching drill? Yes. Yes. We'll we'll start with something um, to break a sweat before we stretch. Okay. Because you know I just. I don't know if it's right or wrong. And if there's somebody watching this that <laughs> knows more about this than I, they can correct me. But I always told muscles were like uh, rubber bands. Right. If you take them, if you throw a rubber band in the refrigerator and pull it out and pull it, it's going to break. Right. Uh, if you rub it in your hands and get it warm and you can stretch it. So that's the same thing. So we will do something simple like that and a teaching drill just to get them sweating a little bit and then we'll stretch. Okay. Um, and it might be a shooting drill. And, and who does the stretches? Um, we had our, we do them, but we got it from our trainers, you know, from our PT people. And so they're not, we actually have, which is, here's the great thing about college. I don't, maybe you've got it at Memorial, but at a small school, we didn't, we got trainers sitting at practice every day. Yeah. We have them coming in. She comes, Bree comes in whenever I mean, but yeah, um, I mean, so when the winners are down sport, the downtime actually, because half of. Some are swimmers, and then the hockey okay. teams at the hockey arena. So she basically has the basketball players, the wrestlers, and the gym, gymnasts. So it's not very much. They're all yeah. in the building. So that that was that's just it's you know, so nice kid, to have a trainer. Oh, man. oh yeah, yeah. Kid, oh, kid jams his finger or something. It's like go. I just say go to the trainer, and we just yeah. keep, we don't miss a beat. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I don't care about you. I'll talk to you afterwards. Right, right. Uh, um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll do uh, like the. So the, for us, the teaching part of the Ben Elbow Passing is we talk about there's four things you have to do. You know, we, we always say coaches talk about be tough with the basketball. Well, what does that mean? You know, I, I don't know what it means to you, but to me it means 
Um, catching the ball with your feet in the air, catching the ball in triple threat, using pass fakes, and uh, making decisions on the floor. Those four things, to me, are being tough with the basketball. And pass fakes are the ones that I think they're so bad. I don't, yeah, they you are. Know, that, it, I, yeah, I talk about breaking windows. It's like kind of a PGC yeah. thing, but it's like, yeah. you know, if you make that pass, you know, you got above the ears, you got the hips. Yeah. What, what, where are you going to do this? And you got to fake one way and go the other. And, and that's where we use it. We use that. We get that done in pressure passing. Okay. So, so, in like, so we'll do that Ben Alba passing for like three minutes. And we'll, because usually just be playing catch, then it'll be for a minute or like 45 seconds. And then we tell them sweep, one dribble right. And then they got to use a pass fake and make the pass. And then we'll tell them for 45 seconds and it's sweep at one dribble left. And then we're through that drill. The pressure passing, if you can get five guys in a group, that's great. You just need one ball. So you got to kind of picture this that there's just five guys in a single line. The first guy's got a ball. He's going to roll it out to the free throw line. Okay. Second guy is going to go right behind him, close him out. All right. So the off- the other thing that we talk about, and it kind of comes into play on this drill, is have an offensive and defensive quality in each of your drills. So as I a coach, that. I was really fortunate in high school that my assistant coach in high school, like if we were doing a defensive drill, he would coach the offense. Right. And if we were doing an offensive drill, he would coach the defense. I do that. So I, that's a great can, thing for young coaches, too. If you have yes. more than one person there, you can't look at everything. Like, I'll literally right. – and I'm lucky. I got three assistants at my practices. But I'll say, hey, you know, Nate, you're going to just watch defense because I'm going to watch – you know, because mm-hmm. I, can, I, I can't watch three things. You know, I right. got to – you know. But then yeah. – so they're hearing other voices from other people. I think that's a wonderful thing. For us, my assistant's in charge of the defense. I just gave it to him. So defense is yours. Run it by me before we do stuff. But then right. I take the offense. So anytime we're doing a drill, he's just coaching defense and I'm coaching offense. I love that. Yeah. Um, so in the pressure passing, we've got that first guy out there. Then So he's got he's to do a pivot, right? He's got to pick the ball up and pivot. And for the first 45 seconds, we'll tell the defense, be obvious. Either go out with your hands up so that he's got a fake high and pass it low. Right. You know what? Step through your waist or get your hands down. He's got a fake high or fake low and throw it off your ear. And so it's the, you know, the defense is telling you where to throw it. Right. And then for the next minute and 15 seconds, we'll tell the defense to be live. Now you're trying to get tips and now that guy's got to work it. So we're teaching. And then the guys at the other side, they got to catch it. Right. Right. You know, early in the season, we, I'm not a big guy to make guys run, but if they're not catching the ball, right we're going to get out of line. And the thing uh, about passing is from a former shooter and my son's a shooter, put the damn ball where I can do something. Yes. Do. yes. It just irritates me to no end. Yes. It's like, first of all, if you, it's like there'll be a pass and it's like, if you to pass him the ball the right way, he shoots that. Maybe you don't want him to shoot it, but you gave him a place where he couldn't shoot that. Because that it, it yeah. gives the defense time to close out. It does. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's not a skill that's taught at the younger level. I don't mm. think. Um, um yeah, so that and so to me, those are teaching drills. You know, right. those because we're really breaking it down. And, and, and if, so before we do before we do the teaching, so four o'clock is teaching. W- you have weights above that on your practice plan, right? What, so are you you going hard? Do you have a different program during the season or out of the season? How does that work? Yeah, good question. We'll go. Uh, this would have been well. Obviously, this is preseason, so we're going three days a week. I think we went on Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Okay, um, if I remember correctly. Um, and again, I, I don't know anything about weights. So 
my assistant coach took care of that. He got it in, actually our football coach did it for us okay, and put it together for us. And so it, it was like the Sundays were hard. Thursdays were hard. Tuesdays were easier. Okay. Uh, we're lighter. Um, and then in season we'll go twice a week. Um, okay. and it's, it's maintenance. It's not yeah. hard. It's about 35 minutes. Okay. And then honestly, by the time we get to February, we're lucky for getting in there once. Right. Is they're tired. Right. It's a long season. It's it six is. months. Well, especially for you with all those. Oh my God. If you got that many weeks, it's like you do. You, so before we go on to the rest of it, do you, do you, does your practices get shorter as the season goes on? Yes. And, and I've got some practice plans a little later in the season. Okay. And one, in fact, I got one, our second to last one of the year uh, was about an hour. Okay. Um, so yes, early in the season, we're going to go two hours, two fifteen, whatever we can, whatever amount of time we got in the floor. Some, you know, obviously we've got to share with, uh, like at this point, volleyball still playing and oh, our yeah, facility will only have two courts. Okay. So we got to share and sometimes we got to go late. I don't mind going late other than the family thing. Right. Um, but I'll go late early in the year. Um, so I can get to my one son played junior high basketball this year. So I can get to his game. And then we right. end up going late because my other son, or when we go early because then my other son was playing high school basketball. So Right. And um, I tell, I tell the young coaches, you want to go two hours in February, but don't do it. It should yeah. almost, it should almost be like a lot, a slope, like you're skiing down mm-hmm. a hill. Yeah. You, know, you can go totally. three hours early. I don't do that tend to, but you, I mean, especially with film and stuff, I can go yep. long early. Yeah. But by by that post Christmas, that, that that slope is coming down mm-hmm. because physically, mentally, they're bang. It's those little naggy yeah. things too. I'm sure at this level, there's even more naggy yeah. stuff. Well, and yeah. and your point about the film, you know, we, we might still have them for close to two hours, right? But an hour and fifteen, hour and a half on the court. The other, hey, coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, a couple things that don't, doesn't cost you a cent to do. You can subscribe and like, leave a written review. We really like that. You can go over to our YouTube channel. Just type in Teach Hoops on YouTube and you'll find our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe, like there, so you'll always get the updates. Um, next thing is um, you, if you do any shopping on Amazon, go down below, click our Amazon link, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. Anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, we get a small little commission. Helps us with our hosting fees be surprised how expensive it is to run one of these and if you really love this stuff you know let me help you let me mentor you let me uh, email let me get on -on one-on-one calls let me show you all the resources that will help me become one of the winningest coaches in the state of wisconsin you know um you know that's why i'm doing this i want to help coaches become better um so teachhoops.com can do that all right let's head off to the podcast time is right in the the film room and yeah at that point that's better for them than than the well it's as good anyway yeah. for him as the stuff on the court. It's good teaching. It's good teaching. Yes. I agree. Film don't lie. You know? No, film, film don't, don't lie. lie. Oh, God, I use that quote all the time. Yep. Film don't lie, man. I heard We started anyone... taping our practices, too, so it's like, well, you're wrong. I'll go <laughs> yeah. home and send it to you. Um, I can't think of who said this. Um, I was watching some one of those clinics online here recently, which was talking about in the film room. He would say, instead of getting on him, he'd be like, that's not how Michael did it, you know? Or right. one of the best players. Right. Or is that is that how you want to look on film? Right. Is that something you want us to see? Instead of just berating them. Like it was, it was I don't know. It, it was different. Um, I, mean, I think back to a Coach K thing. Coach K had problems with Hurley 
in that in that in that <laughs> era during the games, and he videotaped them to show him because he didn't know how bad he was acting. Or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. similar. It's like if you show yeah, them, absolutely, they can't they can't deny it. It's right there. Look. Um, so then we stretch. Okay. Um, this is me. I don't. We do defense first. Um, I got a theory, right or wrong. My theory is we're going to do defense first when they're fresh and they're excited to be at practice. Everybody loves offense, so let's do that when they're tired and they and they'll go. And and we can discuss that theory all we want, but that's me. It's how I've done it for years. You could convince me to change it, but no, that's I, just me. I think you're right on that. I tend to do more teaching too early. In yeah. Practice. Like yep. that, you know, if I think of a two hour practice, I'm going to do anything that's going to take their, any brain cells in that for yeah. in, in the first, cause I'm not, I, they're not going to be as focused in that second half and yeah. they will be for offense, pushing the ball, pressure, yeah. turnovers, competition, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. More Absolutely. cerebral stuff. You're right. I try to put in the first quarter of the practice or third, yeah. first third. Totally agree. agree. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. I love the defensive aspect of that though. Yeah. I, I We'll have, I don't know, like I try to do early in the season, we'll try to do closeouts every day. Okay. I just think that is so important. You know, you asked about the difference from high school to college. What I discovered, especially, co- and not to pick on small schools, but especially coaching at Benton, basically our game plan was, you know, stop him, kind of pay attention to him. And the other three guys, we don't care. That, I wish that was the case, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in small schools, that's right. yeah. we were fortunate. We had a lot of good players, but right. it was, you know, go guard that guy and you pay attention to him and we got him. Right. Uh, where in college, that guy that's shooting 31% from three probably shot 39 in high school. So if right. we don't guard him, he's going to knock it down. If you leave him open, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that's why to me, closeouts are so important. Um and it's just something we try to work on daily. I mean, we don't daily. That's coaches that say that are full of it. Um, right. But we really, it's something we try to do a lot. And even late in the year, we'll do a closeout drill as our like that warm up drill where the passing drill is here. We'll right. do a closeout drill there that takes five minutes. I just think that's so important. It's vital. Um, so through this one, we start out with defense. We're with up. So it's like day three. So obviously we're on closeouts, we're on two-on-two gaps, we're working on our, our help recover and jump into the ball. Like that second one, again, closeout emphasis, jump to the ball emphasis. Right. Um, the 426, the four-on-four gap, uh, gaps, we're working on midline and recovering to your gap and not to your player. Right. All these. And, so, you're, um, I, so, you're, so, so what you're doing, so I'm breaking it down for the people that are listening, yeah. you're breaking it down into little pieces. You're doing right. two – Two basically two on zero, two two closeouts, two on two, yep. four on four, four on four. So you're breaking the defense down into pieces, basically. Yes. Okay. Yep. It, it, you know what's interesting with that too, Steve is you know you're a Wisconsin guy, so you Dick Bennett <laughs> with his he was always three on three defense was all broken down into pieces and went followed that for a long time and then I, w- I was talking to Gardo, he was still the assistant and. I'm like, so I want to come out and watch you guys do your defensive drills. When do you do them? First two weeks. He said, after the first couple of weeks, everything they do defensively, and I've kind of gone to this a little bit, is uh, five on – because he says, just like offense, the defense has to know where their help is. So if we're doing some two-on-two whatever drill, like a ball screen drill, I'm only working with the ball, the two guys on the ball, well, they're not going to trust it if they keep throwing it to the corners for shot. And like, that makes sense to me. So I, I've always it. done that. I've always broken things down. 
you know, we'll do, we'll do the stuff that you're describing here, but it's a 5% of my entire practice. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it, you're right. They got to know rotations. They got to know. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But I, um, I think that's for, for me, that's as we get into like after a month, we're going to, once we start playing games, then we'll break stuff down that, you know, we played whoever on Saturday and boy, we were bad at, right. So we're going to break that down and do it. Yep. Um, but a lot, the other thing that we try to get into this is, and it's not much in here early. Oh, here we go. Like the 433 where it's four and four gaps and go, or even the four and four midline help recover to your gap. Right. We'll add a transition element to that. I love that. Yeah. Because it gets um, them going up and down the court. Yep. And and then it makes it – so if we're doing – let's say it's shell drill and we're defending just cutters, you know, something simple. It's pass and cut, pass and right. cut. So now I go the other way. The the guys that were on defense now have to play offense, so they have to have had listened to what we we said. And the guys that were on offense now have to play defense. Like, oh, I better jump to the ball because that's same. It's also giving them a carrot because they all want to play offense. Sure, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I didn't <laughs> thought about that. Um, but I and that goes back to that offensive and defensive quality as right. well. You right. know, so I think any time you can add a, a transition element to your defensive drill. And in high school, it's harder because sometimes you're sharing the court with the JV team and the is. sophomore team. And, what I tell, co- so I what I tell if, you can, if you can get two, two or three concepts into a drill, too, the more concepts you can get into Absolutely. one thing, the better off. And, that, and part of that is practice and, you know, you practicing, figuring out what's going to mm-hmm. work, what's not going to work with your specific team. Because yeah. I, I, had, I, had, I had drills to show. Um, and I don't know if I can do it on a whiteboard. I can try it. If it doesn't work, we won't do it. We, we do a, we got one called the KO drill and the diamond drill. I love the KO drill. Okay. Cause we're working on defending flare screens, single staggers and double staggers all on the same drill. Oh, I love that. We'll try that at the end. We'll see if we can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if I can't draw it up, I'll try to get it to you. So at least, you okay. but, but you talk about your con we're working, we're work, basically we've covered everything other than post to post and right. We, we've covered a lot. That's a lot of stuff getting done. And then we make that competitive. So the guys love that. Right. And we make it, we add the transition element to it. There's a lot. It, I love those drills. You know, we'll play a race to 18 first team to score 18 points, twos and threes. And they absolutely eat that up. They love that. Yeah. And how do you do that with that many guys? Are well, there guys standing with 20? 20- yeah. Well, what happens early in the season, we'll have three teams okay. or maybe even four teams. Cause we, we've got, we bought some extra practice jerseys. Just, and we've got old ones sitting around that are right. like we got old uniforms we'll use sometimes. Right. Um, so we might have four teams, but we'll certainly have three, but then we have a reserve team this year. We didn't cause we ended up down to like 16 guys long. Um, right. So then it was easy enough, but like last year when we had 22, 21, uh, we'd have a reserve team, so there would be eight guys that would be practicing at a different time. My assistant for an hour, hour and a half, and I'd be there too to help a little bit. But they'd right. be getting skill work and fundamental stuff and some team concepts. So then there'd be the varsity practice where there was fifteen of us. Right. Okay. And and then we, so then there's not as much standing around. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. Right. That's why we play reserve games. You know, like I said, we want to get we want to make sure guys play. You know, if right. we're offering you money, you're going to get to play basketball. You're not going to come sit in the bench. And, Right. <laughs> you know, somebody's caddy. Right. Um, there are NAI schools that have basketball. They'll have basketball rosters of 45. I, I mean, I, I was surprised. I went and watched um, Cade, Cade uh, my point guard from last year, play Edgewood. And it was yeah. like, I was surprised. It was, it was mid-20s for both teams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- there are a couple of schools in our 
conference to have 45 guys. And if I walk in the gym and I'm like the seventh string point guard, I'm probably not going to play. Right. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but that's a, another story. Right. Um, so then as you can kind of see, we're getting through a lot of defensive stuff. And then we'll stick a, the six ball shooting um, is a three point shooting drill um, going up and down. And we've got it timed and scored. Uh, it's okay. three minutes. It's got six minutes listed there. So it must've been the first time we, and I gave myself some time to explain it. Okay. Um, and then the Louisville and transition. Do you put time a, on the clock? How, yes. how, how, how close are you to these times? Which was going to get me to another point about practicing. We're pretty close to right on because okay. we'll put time on the clock. And I've also done practices and I had one written up here where, because I, I don't know how you are, Steve, but I know is who I thought I saw a guy take a piece of paper, made it 30 minutes each quarter, wrote down a list of things in each quarter that he wanted to get done from most important to least important. So if they didn't get that stuff at the bottom, he didn't care. It might be on all four different quadrants thinking he'll get to it one. So they'll spend this first 30 minutes doing these. There's six drills. They might only get through four. And he doesn't care about the last two. Go to the right. next 30. So um, there's not time on the clock, so the players don't know when the drill's done. So they're not – we did one one day, and I was a little upset with them. Um, I said, guys, we've got – it's like 10 in the morning on a Saturday. We got the gym till three. We put 99 minutes on the clock for each drill that we did. And I said, we're going to do it until coach and I are happy with how you're doing it. We did one drill for 35 minutes. Um, A total lesson, I bet. Yeah. And the thing was, we still got out of there inside of two hours. Right. You know, but we're going to do, yeah, we're going to do four drills and we're going to do them till they're right. You might be out of here in 15 minutes. I don't think you will. Right. Um, and we got till 3.30. We might be here for five. And I like that because then they're not looking at the clock like, ah, eh, there's only two minutes left. I can take a break. Right. So there's good and bad to this. I'm a anal guy, so I'm a little, you know, kind of organized. to the. But minute. you stay I, pretty close to your time. Like if it's do. five, you're starting Louisville probably. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Out of that, so that first, with the defensive stuff, that's pretty intense. And the Louisville thing is, is a competitive drill that the players love. You've probably, it's, it's a, you know, a continuous three on two with a chaser. Okay. Everybody's got a version of it. Yeah. There's all name. sorts of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, the players love it and that's pretty intense. So then we'll go to the, then we're going to come out of that and do something that's going to be, I don't want to say not just light. It's halftime. Like yeah, you, yes. you've almost broken it up. Like I've changed the way I practice. I basically try to do my practice like a game. I have a mm -hmm. pregame. I have the first half. I have halftime. I have the second half. I have postgame. Hey, Coach, hope you enjoyed that. If you did, okay, go join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You, you want to become a better basketball coach, let me help you. You know, where else can you find a mentor for, you know, a dinner at McDonald's, basically? Let me help you. Um, not only resources and communities and handouts and one-on-one -on -one calls and office hours, it's got a little bit of everything that will help you become a better basketball coach. Also, go over, um, subscribe, and like, leave a review. And if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, click down below. We would appreciate it. All right. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.